Welcome back to another episode of the Axiom Podcast, where we talk to Latinx figures in and around Hollywood to reflect on the history of Latinx film and creators and where we hope to see change. This week, I'm happy to be joined by Joanny Mota, actress, writer, content creator, and founder of the Uptown Women's F- Film Festival of New York. Thank you so much for joining me today, Joanny. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. To start off, I, I mentioned at the top, you have like a lot of You've worked in a lot of different aspects of the film industry. Can you kind of trace the path that you've taken up and where it's kind of taking you to today? Sure. Um, So I actually started as an actor, as I feel like most people do when they come to New York City or L.A. Um, I moved to New York over 10 years ago. I did an acting conservatory for two years. And after I graduated, uh, you know, that I started going out, I just kind of noticed that it was not really good roles or they were like really small and it, it was always for the same thing uh, you know the the prostitute or the crooked cop or you know it wasn't anything exciting or that portrayed my community or like the stuff that I wanted to do in a positive light so I started taking writing classes here and there just so I could like look, create roles for myself uh, and through that, through like a few workshops, I created a web series and I just kind of really liked the whole creating something, you know, f- from idea to final product to releasing it and just kind of being in charge of the whole thing. And I just started, I just continue writing and producing more stuff. And I did a bunch of short films, went through this uh, festival circuit a bunch of times, won awards. And through the film festival circuit, uh, I just kind of felt inspired through the whole experience. Uh, I had a really good, a positive experience at, um, at a fest, at Block Island Film Festival, which is in Rhode Island. And that's when I just felt inspired because I, uh, it felt so great to be there that I wanted to share that feeling or like give that feeling to more people. Um, especially women, because there's not a lot. I mean, there are a lot of women, but I don't feel like they get a, so many opportunities. So that's how I created uh, the Uptown Women's Film Festival. And I also, I'm finishing up my MFA at Long Island University in writing and producing for t- uh, television. I'll be done in like a couple of weeks. And that was because I wanted to continue writing and just get better at writing so I could create more stories, not just for myself, but for Latinos and people of color. Yeah, that's awesome. You you felt like you weren't being, that the right roles weren't there for the Latinx community. So you're actively trying to create like the better roles and all that. Yes. Um, But during that time where you felt very, it the lack of roles and all that can you describe the feeling that kind of went through and like how long was that process where you're trying to find roles and then you kind of ended up uh switching lanes if i um it's kind of you know it's it's discouraging uh at times a lot of times (laughs) it's like at first before um i got an agent and a manager I was doing it by myself through Actors Access. So you just like submit to a bunch of things and you know, all the, you submit to all the good roles, but you only get replies for like the Latinx of roles that are not the juicy ones. It's like the side person, the 
the one with one line and yeah that's you know that's how you start that's how that's the beginning but I just kind of got tired of getting the same thing over and over and it's just it was disheartening sometimes I will go to auditions and I'll get excited about it but then I'll be in the room and there'll be like 10 other girls that look well not look like me but you know resemble me and it's just like oh you know they got just it's we're just a number to them for one line or two lines so it's kind of discouraging um and that's why I just I was like I'm not doing this anymore and I went through a, a stage that I just like didn't want to audition or I didn't want to do it and so I just worked and then I was like no I have to but you know you, you get that itch when you're not um working creatively or just you're not fulfilling your creative side I always get that itch so I just kind of started going back to it again and I the feelings started coming back so that's when I was like I need to learn how to write because I can't be going for these roles and I need to create better roles for myself and for the 10 other girls that I keep bumping into for the same two lines so now you're switching into writing and producing or doing your MFA. Um, what has that process been like? And have you ever felt that same feeling that you felt like of lack of representation while you were searching for acting roles now in terms of like the writing and producing side? No, I get more excited now because uh, so the whole process of getting this MFA has been really stressful. There's a lot of writing. And I found that it's hard, at least for me, it's like hard for me to sit down every day and write. I'm like the type of person that I'll sit down for like three hours and I'll just write, but then I have to like take a break for a week. <laughs> so it was, it was hard, like just getting the discipline of just writing every day. Uh, but it's more exciting because I'm like creating something that I thought of like this one idea that came to my head is now uh, a, a, a script that's 120 pages. And it's just and like I wrote this script um, and it's all a Latinx cast. So I get excited of thinking like, oh, how many girls are going to audition for this? How many people are going to come to see this? Um, so I get more excited just thinking of the whole process of creating and like all the people that are going to be able to see themselves through my work. Can you tell us a little bit about what that 120 page script looks like? Or is that, oh, yeah. <laughs> or is that uh, in embargo right now? <laughs> uh, no, you mean, do you want to know what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't mind telling us. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a story about a Latinx girl it's an underdog story about a girl who um, loses her uh, her scholarship, so she she decides to join the high school volleyball team in order to get uh, to try to get an athletic scholarship, but she's like a nerd and not really athletic. Oh, okay. So and the and the team is not really the best team. It's like going from zero to heroes. Yeah, yeah. Uh so sports movies are my favorite and then an underdog sports movie is also one of my favorites so that's super exciting oh uh, you're doing all this and then you also decided to create the uptown women's film festival how did that come about so i was on my way 
back to New York City from Block Island. And I like to say that, um, so it's Block Island, it's an island off the coast of Rhode Island. So you have to take a ferry to get there. So I was on the ferry and I always tell people that the ocean spoke to me as I was coming back to um, Rhode Island. And it was just like, oh, I wanna give this to someone. I wanna give this feeling of excitement. And not just that, like as, as I thought about my journey of going through different festivals, I've had bad experiences and I've had good experiences. And when you go to the, any place you go to where you're having a bad experience, you're, um, I don't know if you're like this, but you're, you know, you're like, oh, I could do, so, I could do this so much better. <laughs> and that was like the type of thing that I got in my head. Um, so I just decided to go for it. And, you know, I set up the page. I received 150 submissions. Um, I watch all of them. So it was a lot of watching good films and bad films. And I'm a, you know, I'm a filmmaker, so I make sure I watch it from beginning to end because, you know, you submit to these festivals and hope and some festivals don't even watch your film. But I make sure that I watch every single one. You know, I, I ask a few of my friends who are also filmmakers to be part of the judging team. And we selected, uh, we nominated a few and handed out awards. But due to COVID-19, everything had to be online. Um, so I wasn't able to have the live events, which was really sad. And I was really um, kind of disappointed and upset, but that was out of my control because it was, it, it was happening in May and that's when the pandemic was happening. So no, it was exciting to do the fest, to create the festival from like, uh, like the thing, like from an idea to conception, just seeing the whole thing be born, I guess you can say. And a lot of the lack of representation and seeing yourself on screen, it also does apply to film festivals. You know, it's these events have propelled like the careers of a individual of, of directors, writers and all that. That's where they get their start. Was that something that really motivated you last year to start the festival, to give uh, women Latinx creators uh, communities of color like that spotlight that they might not have had otherwise? Yeah, that was like one of the main reasons, um, just to create a platform for Latinx women, Latinx creators, women of all walks of life, um, just to create that platform for them and just celebrate their achievements and, you know, create uh, connections, network, because this industry is about networking, you know, it's, it's as bad as it sounds and as much as I hate it, it's who you know, who you work with. So I wanted to create that space for people, uh, women of color, um, to come together and just network, get to know each other, look, you know, showcase their work. So that was one of my main reasons um, for to create the festival. You just mentioned it right now in the terms of networking. Was that was that something that you felt that you? didn't get enough of guidance on starting off like in terms of acting or maybe writing that is something because like you said it, it is such a key probably the key aspect of getting into Hollywood getting into filmmaking and all that oh yeah I that's something that I struggle with at the beginning only mainly because I went when I first came here like I said I came to be an actor and I went to this conservatory and they were just focused on being like you know your craft practicing your craft 
they didn't teach you the side of the business. So when you go out there, you're just hoping that people notice your talent, but they don't because it's like, you know, who you know. So I just, I wasn't prepared for that part, but now I'm much better at it. Like through my MFA, I've been uh, making connections in New York City as I go through these film festivals. I make connections with other filmmakers. Um, I actually, I met this girl at the Dominican Film Festival in New York and we ended up working on a film together. Like afterwards, she directed one of my short films. And so, you know, it's all about connection. I'm much better at it now, but at the beginning, I was I was not good at it. I'm, I, I sucked at networking at the beginning. <laughs> and for networking and you're hosting an, an entire film festival, that obviously takes a lot of getting, reaching out to people for their works and getting submissions in. How did the scheduling of like the films for the festival look like? You kind of mentioned it already with the judges and kind of the selections and nominations, but if you could go a little bit more in depth on into that. So I created the whole schedule. It was supposed to be a three-day uh, three event. So I just want to, you know, it, because it was our first festival, I really wanted to have good quality films. Um, so we, I had a, we, I selected, well, me and, and the other filmmakers, uh, there was 45 film fest, uh, fil, uh, short films. And a lot of them were great, great stories from all over the place. Uh, England, Australia, um, from, from Egypt, someone submitted from um, Egypt. So it was exciting to see there was so much good quality stuff out there. And that was like my main thing because, you know, as you want people to come to the festival and see the good and say, oh, the films that there were so good. So I tried to, you know, I created, um, there was like a block where there was all comedies. Um, another one was dramas. Uh, I kind of bunched them up together based on categories like short films uh, for children like family-friendly films, there was a block. There was another one that there was more adult-oriented only because it was like, you know, there was cursing and some nudity. So I just want to make sure that people know that the the nighttime was for adults. <laughs> but no, it was, a, it was an exciting thing to like put them all together and just kind of move the puzzles around. Yeah, and what were some of those what were some of the films that you hosted for the festival uh, that kind of stood out to you, whether they were from women filmmakers or from Latinx creators? What were some of the films that stuck out to you the most? There's this one short film that it actually we voted for it to be best drama. Um, it was about something that I didn't know was happening in like India. It was it was a fictional story based on true things that happen in India where they force women to have abortions if like they keep having girls they want they abort the babies or like throw the babies into the river if they're born a girl which was insane to me and I didn't know that and that was just so sh shocking just watching that film is it was so painful just experiencing those 15 minutes of that woman being forced to have an abortion so that was like one of the ones that really stood out to me um, there was another one, which is a comedy. So, all right. So there's this short film from Paris. Um, she was a Latinx director 
And I just really love the story because it was about empowering you to like use your voice and just be angry because women are just so confined to be all perfect and just, you know, delicate. And she created this, the short film, the lead in the short film created this club for women to come and just start screaming and just express their frustration and just let out their inner warrior, I guess. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of, that was another like 15, 20 minute short film that it was a lot of fun to watch and it was really a great production. Yeah. Where do you hope to see the festival go in the future and the type of impact you hope it'll have? Well, I would love for it to be like the, as big as Tribeca, um, kind of like the female Tribeca Film Festival in New York. Yeah. Um, you know, like a destination film festival where people come and we have workshops, classes, speakers. Um, just be be as big as Tribeca or even Sundance, to be quite honest. That that's super awesome. And from the people that you helped like give a spotlight to and that you helped like screen their films, uh, did they like talk to you after the events and all that? And tell you like the impact that the festival had or whether like they heard from people that watched it and like got their like uh, reactions to it and all that how was that like uh yeah i spoke to a few um megan adele lopez who was the director of the comedy uh i chatted with her and with we connected via twitter and she was just really excited because her her uh, one of the main, the supporting actress, she won Best Supporting Performance in the festival. And it was just such a, she sent me a video of, uh, I, mailed, I mailed the award to Paris to her. And she sent me a video of the, uh, the actress receiving it. And she was just so excited because that was her first award. That's awesome. So that was a feeling. That was a feeling that I wanted to give people, like the same one that I was getting at the festival. So just to see that and to see her like so excited and almost in tears because she got her award in the mail. Uh, it was just so awesome. Yeah, it really is. Um, I have one more question for you, and it's more of a personal one. Uh, now that you're going into writing, what kind of where where do you hope to see yourself in? around like five, 10 years from now in terms of the stories that you want to tell? Um, you know, I want to, like I said, I want to create stories about my community, the Latinx community. Uh, I want to, my main thing is portraying my community in a positive light because I'm just tired of seeing us as gangbangers and all this negative stuff. So in 10 years, five to 10 years, I want to have a show with a Latinx cast. I already, I actually already wrote the pitch. I created the pilot. Um, and after my MFA, I'm hoping to go out and pitch it. So I'm putting out into the universe that in five to 10 years, this show will be out. It'll be a full Latinx cast. You heard it here first uh, from the Axiom podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I just want to make my community proud and make Latinos proud. And I want them, everyone, little brown girls, everyone, to, uh, everywhere to see themselves and express pride. Just like I feel pride when I watch Lin-Manuel Miranda, I want little girls everywhere to feel pride when they watch my shows or 
my movies. Definitely, definitely. We're all we're all rooting for you, Joanny. Uh, thank you so thank much you. for joining me today. Uh, if people want to find out more about your works or the Uptown Women's Fe- Film Festival, uh, where can people find you on Instagram or any social media? Uh, you can go on Instagram, Joanny51, that's J-O-H-A-N-N-Y, or go on my website. Uh, my website is joanny.me. J-O-H-A-N-N-Y dot me uh, and the Uptown Women's Film Festival at Uptown Women's Film Festival of New York on Instagram or Uptown Women's F-F-N-Y dot com. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me.